Hey, Joel. What up? Would you say that companies find it hard to attract the right candidates to apply for their jobs? Well, jobs to careers thought so. <laughs> jobs to careers? You mean Talru? Talru? Yeah, Talru. T A L R O O. What is that? Like a cross between talent and a kangaroo? <laughs> no, it's the cross between talent and recruiting. But Talru is focused on predicting, optimizing, and delivering talent directly to your email or ATS. Ah, uh-huh. okay. So it's totally data-driven talent attraction, which means the Talru platform enables recruiters to reach the right talent at the right time and at the right price. Okay, so that was weirdly intuitive. But yes. Guess what the best part is? <laughs> let me uh, let me take a shot here. You only pay for the candidates Talru delivers. Holy shit. Okay, so you've heard this before. So if you're out there listening in podcast land and you are attracting the wrong candidates, and we know you are, mm-hmm. or you feel like you're in a recruiting hamster wheel and there's just nowhere to go, right? You can go to talru.com slash attract. Again, that's talru.com slash attract and learn how Talru can get you better candidates for less cash. Or just go to chadcheese.com and click on the Talru logo. I'm all about the simple. You are a simple man. Like Shark Tank? Then you'll love Firing Squad. Chad Soash and Joel Cheeseman are here to put the recruiting industry's bravest, ballsiest, and baddest startups through the gauntlet to see if they've got what it takes to make it out alive. Dig a foxhole and duck for cover, kids. The Chad and Cheese podcast is taking it to a whole other level. All right. It's been too long for firing a squad. Yep. Glad to be back. Chad, how you doing? I'm doing awesome, man. It's nice to be home for a minute, right? It is nice to be home. It is nice to be home. So we have a treat today on Firing Squad. We have a former NBA player, mm-hmm. I think, which is a first for our show. It is. Uh, Travis Hansen, welcome to the show. Uh, former Atlanta Hawk, uh, BYU uh, overseas player. Welcome to Firing Squad. Thanks, guys. Chad and Cheese, happy to be here, man. <laughs> Travis is CEO and I'm assuming founder? Yes. Of, of Eddie, E-D-D-Y dot com. Uh, who's your favorite Eddie, by the way? Oh, my gosh. Christmas vacation, Eddie, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cousin Eddie. Cousin Eddie. Nice. Cousin, Cousin Eddie is the best. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go Eddie Murphy for me. I could do that. I like Eddie Murphy. Chad's got some 80s song that he likes. Yeah, called it just popped in my head. Charles, yeah, Charles and Eddie. <laughs> so aside from the NBA uh, angle, what else should we know about you? Oh, man. Born and raised in Utah. Uh, great parents. Uh, mom uh, was an amazing mom. Died of pancreatic cancer when I was 17. Um, uh, little brother overdosed prescription drugs. Uh, you know, gone through some hard things in my life. Uh, you know, wasn't always the greatest at basketball. I was, I was athletic. I was tough, driven. But there's guys that are, you know, more athletic. And, you know, I, I made it to the NBA did a 360 and then I, you know, see Josh Smith do a 720. So I think, I think, you know, I think a lot of things when you work hard, good things happen. Sometimes great things, sometimes incredible things ended up um, playing for Atlanta Hawks and then uh, went over to Real Madrid, played for uh, uh, the basketball team over there, lived next to Cristiano Ronaldo and Kaká, ended up going to Moscow, Russia, met Vladimir Putin. They gave me Russian citizenship to play on the national team. David Blatt, who was the Cleveland Cavaliers coach, was my coach. Cavaliers. You know, retired, came home, and uh, had a chance meeting with a good friend who started New Skin, 
uh, who was a billionaire, and he said, you know what? What are you going to do with your life? He was awesome. He looked me in the eyes. Uh, you know, there's no, there was no one more important in the room than me at the time, which taught me a lot of cool lessons about someone that was been that successful. Mm-hmm. And he said, building businesses is, could be the most charitable thing you do if you do it the right way. And that's when I knew after basketball, that's what I wanted to do with my life. My mom sold new skin for about a week. <laughs> <laughs> she, was, she was on the train, baby. That's what, Blake Roney's the founder and he always says, I'm a lotion salesman. That's, what I do. <laughs> that's about right. She had it all, man. Shampoo, lotion. Yeah, all that stuff. All that stuff. All right. Well, before we get into Eddie, Chad's going to run down the rules for uh, the newbies out there. Uh, and then we'll, we'll give you the two minutes to pitch your product. Okay, here we go. So you're going to have two minutes to pitch Eddie. And at the end of the two minutes, you're going to hear the bell. Then Joel and I are going to hit you with rapid fire Q&A. If your answers start to ramble, Joel's going to hit you with the crickets or maybe even the bell. Who knows? Uh, And then we're going to just push you along, give you kind of the signal to be more concise. Uh, Who's eating stuff? Not me. Cheese. Cheese was eating. <laughs> it's not, not me, bro. Who has the dog? <laughs> At the end of Q and A, you're gonna get one of three grades: either big applause, which means you killed it; golf clap means you need to tighten your game up. It's my favorite. Uh, or the firing squad. No. Hit the bricks. Close up shop. Pull out the drawing board because uh, this shit just isn't working. So uh, that's that's firing squad. Are you ready? And the guns are still fresh from our last episode. So <laughs> no pressure, Travis. No pressure. Ooh, she got double gunned. Let's do it. All right. At the bell, you got two minutes starting. Uh, Eddie.com. We built a few different businesses and used a lot of HR tech and it sucked. It wasn't good. It was old. It was old technology. And, and we love, you know, from coming from the MBA. We know building championship teams is hard. It's much more art than science. And so we set off to make uh, some killer software, cloud-based human resource management software that is designed for small and medium businesses and it allows you to find and hire the right recruits and then maintain them and, and keep them in your business. Um, everyone knows that, you know, hiring is super hard. It's hard to, it's like dating, you know, it's, you know, a couple <laughs> read a resume, text, meet them twice, and then you're supposed to know if you should marry them. And so we set off to, to build software to automate, to understand personalities and resume parsing and, and make it fun. And there, we've hired, we've hit a couple Easter eggs in there. We hired a, eight engineers from Ancestry.com who are, you know, more than 60 years experience altogether. And, and uh, we think we can revolutionize the industry and build some killer software. Now, everyone ends this the wrong way. Where can we find out more about you? Eddie.com, E-D-D-Y.com. We launched, we basically have been in startup mode for about mm, 14 months. We launched uh, 60 days ago. We already put on, we're about 40 companies in 60 days that we've been able to put on our software. Holy shit. You are you are fresh, fresh. You are diapered and ready to go. <laughs> Holy cow! Okay. So are these uh, SMBs? Are they small, medium sized businesses? Are you looking to try to take Eddie to the big leagues and and do enterprise? You know, you look at Greenhouse and Lever, and they're the enterprise softwares out there. We're just as good. Uh, in fact, I think they have resume parsing and some you know, a little bit heavier mm-hmm. reporting analytics. But we're not. That's not our uh, the, our mission. Our focus. We want to be an all in one 
HR solution. It, it's really fragmented. You have to have an H, ATS, mm-hmm. an HRIS, um, you know, your own benefits, and and then payroll. And so we're bringing it all in one, all in one solution. So we'll, we'll we will build what you need to have in each of those verticals, and 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 uh, you know have the best uh, solution for a small medium business. So our customers are. You know, typically it's when you go to a breaking point because you're growing so fast or you're so sick of the manual entry. You have 15 spreadsheets for every little thing that you have and we bring it all in one. So it's typically 50 to about 500 employees uh, is when our customers start to look for a solution and find us. So I, I can't get past the name. Uh, we talked to Maya's and Olivia's and all kinds of female oriented names. How did you come up with Eddie and what were some of the other names that got next? Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, we really wanted a female name to tell you the truth. We worked really hard and tried to, tried to find, uh, um, there's a lot more females in the HR industry than there are males, but Eddie, um, was, we, we loved Alexis and Siri and, and so many people are naming their products names, put mm-hmm. it in Eddie or ask Siri. And we want Eddie to be that authoritative expert in the HR industry to help you do your job and make you a hero. And Eddie also is, a it's a little whirlpool in the ocean. We all, we at, at our company are all wannabe surfers. We, yeah. we, we office in Utah as everyone from Utah, we office in Utah, but we our hearts in California at the beach. So our whole office is basically designed and decorated as if we we're at the beach. So it helps us get through the Utah winters. Um, and so an Eddie is a whirlpool and Eddie is, you know, basically goes down, grabs all the nutrients off the ocean floor and then brings them back up. So it's a good ecosystem for the fish. So should we be expecting a voice assistant as well in the future? Absolutely. A lot of automation, a lot of AI. And so, so in theory, Eddie helps you go find the talent, the A plus players, the PLUs, we call them the people like us that are driven, that are genuinely kind, that will make your business go from a garage startup to an enduring business that lasts forever which every founder wants their legacies. They want their business to survive. And the only way to have your business survive is to continue to find great people to work at it and run it and help you. And, and so we, Eddie specializes in going to find that talent. Okay. So let's get, let's dig down deep into how, how does Eddie actually help companies source talent? So, um, allows you to create a job post, uh, uh, integrated with all these job boards out there. So it allows you to cache a huge fishing net, to find that right, the right talent mm-hmm. so that you're just not manually posting the job boards. We do it in a very unique way. Uh, the keywords, the characters, the templates, uh, we really have taken an authoritative and expert approach to bringing in HR consultants to, to help you write the perfect job description and to tweak it and to be creative and to innovate on that job description. So we are a people platform. We are not just for the HR admin or for the co-founder or for the, we're also for the candidate to allow them to have a, a really quick, fast, mobile-friendly user experience. Most businesses don't even have a careers page. If you go to their website, they don't even have a, a perks or what's our business like or what is it like to work there? Who am I going to work next to? And all these different questions that candidates have. And so most companies just don't get to the best candidates quick enough. With under 3% unemployment in the U.S., it is a competitive market. And if you don't have the right solution and, and, the, and the right mm-hmm. systems and processes to attract this candidate, you're going to lose. 
So do you help every single client write all their job descriptions? Because I mean, we, we were actually just at an AI and automation summit. And one of the things that we talked about was garbage in, garbage out. And in most cases, the job descriptions that companies have today are garbage. Suck. So yeah, they're totally suck and they've sucked for decades. So do you, is this a differentiating differentiation where you actually get in there and say, look, the data has to be not garbage. It has to be good. Do you help every single company rewrite their job descriptions to be relevant to today and also the requirements for that job? We provide the tools for you to not copy and paste a job description and regurgitate the job descriptions that are out there. So we provide tools for you to innovate and create new job postings based on your culture, based on your business that will attract the right candidate. But it's up to HR to pretty much rewrite their shit, right? Because they just, in most cases, they just won't do it. Uh, it all, almost all of our companies, I, I would uh -huh. say 95% have all rewritten them and are tweaking them and testing them because they have the tools. I think before... It, it, and historically in HR tech, it's so old and it's so yeah. boring that, that no one has the tools. They have a ton of functionality. What are the tools? What are, what are the tools that you're providing them that they might not get in any other ATS type of platform? So our chief product officer is Kenny Freestone. Uh -huh. Our head of UX is Josh Calloway and our CTO is Greg Burgess. These three guys were the first employees. Uh, Greg Burgess was the second engineer at Ancestry DNA. Uh -huh. which turned into a you know unbelievable uh, company organization to help a million people around the world connect to family right. members and and so they're they're very thoughtful in their process number one so a ton of research a ton of uh, beta users and understanding what works and what doesn't work and, and what works with the candidate number one number two user interface it's, it's a clean organized beautiful design that, that's easy to use fast to use and allows you to create a job posting really quickly but also gives you enough guidance uh, to help you be innovative because most people, you know, too, too many of us aren't there. We're not, we're not creative. We don't know what words to use. And so we built the tools enough to hold your hand and to help you kind of down this path, uh, without being too authority authoritative and not too back off. Travis, it goes without saying that this is an incredibly, uh, crowded space. Um, and listeners will know that, you know, big gorillas like Google, LinkedIn, Microsoft, et cetera, are getting into the ATS market. Um, ATSs, bigger ATSs are trying to figure out what are, you know, what are we going to be? Uh, we're seeing acquisitions in the space, uh, people trying to be a, a one-stop one, sh one shop for employers. Um, curious, you know, where do you guys fit in the whole universe of ATSs? Um, what's your unique selling proposition to folks that you talk to? Because I'm sure you're not the only ATS that they've spoken to. What does that conversation sound like with prospects? Yeah, it's a great question. There's a ton of ATSs. Um, some of them are good. Some of them are bad. Some of them are old tech. Most of them are old tech. Mm -hmm. um, we, we are not going to be uh, just an, an ATS only product. And, I, I, and because I don't think that's a small, medium business solution. We have four other companies. Um, we, we need insurance. We need payroll. We need a, a job tracking and PTO and um, employee directories. And, you know, I need an app as a CEO to notify me when someone's birthday and when they have a work anniversary. And I need it to be really easy to pop up and say, it's cheese has been here four years. Do you want to send a funny, classy or professional text to him? He um, needs a raise. 
<laughs> and do you want to give them a raise? You know, <laughs> no. Most com- too many companies are on paper. They're on filing cabinets. They're they're non-compliant. Uh, they just don't know uh, the right way to run a business. And so, you know, there might be some ATSs that are better to, better than ours. But ours is easy to use. It's plug and play. It's well organized. It's a very uh, uh, process has been very well thought out. It's a simplified pipeline setup. So you, you have a thirty thousand foot view. It's a drag mm-hmm. and drop. So once you post the job and the candidate comes in, it's a drag and drop. And as you drag and drop, kind of like a Trello, there's a bunch of automated stage actions that happen in the back. So they get emailed or text. And We actually mentioned the Trello-like look and feel when we were talking beforehand. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Integrated job uh, sites, posting job ads, integrated with current, you know, careers page allows you to have to just be a little bit cleaner, a little bit better. Because sometimes it's not that your business is so good. It's that your competitors and businesses are so bad is why you win. Uh, my dad was pretty successful, had an insulation company, sold it um, for a little bit of money after my mom passed away from pancreatic cancer and, and decided that he needed to spend more time with his family and his kids and be there for him after such a hardship. She, she was only sick for like four months, so it happened pretty quick. And I said, how are you so successful business? And he says, it's not that I'm so good, Trav. It's that everyone else is so bad. And I think there's a lot to be said in HR tech that there are, there are a lot of people that are bad at this. You just, you just highlighted the success of this podcast. <laughs> right? Actually. right? It's not that cheese and chatter so good. I mean, there's some crappy podcasts and there's some crappy HR tech. And if we can figure out a way not to be crappy, mm-hmm. to rise above the noise and the crap and be an all-in-one solution – and, and be able to help companies create championship teams, uh, championship cultures, and to maintain them because uh, people change and seasons change and, and the candidates change and to, to have a process. We, we've been with so many companies that don't even have an interview guide. And, and, and we've built this amazing interview guide with libraries that you can customize because you, as you hire these admins and these recruiters, there's just p- – Companies don't have a streamlined, structured process to an- to ask questions. Might not have recruiters. Might not even have recruiters, right? Yeah. It might be that your sister was an admin and you're growing so fast that you need her to now to take on recruiting. And they just are not trained. And and also, there's a lot of founders that don't want to hire an HR person. They, they don't want to pay the fifty dollars to $90,000 for an HR person. They don't want the, the other stuff that comes with it. They, they want someone they trust, that they like, and it's usually an admin administrator that's been there and so they promote them to take this on and they are not technically qualified mm-hmm. and that's where eddie eddie can step let's in. talk about uh, the the differentiator of, of price um which you did not mention and, and you have pricing you have a pricing page but there's no prices on the pricing page um was that by design um what's your guys sort of pay structure and i'm sure you're aware that you know a lot of a lot of solutions you know have a free sort of lightweight ATS and does that factor into sort of the pricing model? Uh, our website's terrible. We, we, we barely launched. We're a startup. <laughs> we, we just barely hired. <laughs> yeah, you know. Trans- to say that yeah. is great. I, mean, I love that. <laughs> uh, we, we just barely. So we've been so focused on engineering and product the last year and a half, just, just convincing the best engineers in the world and product people to work for a washed up basketball player was, was hell. So we, we, we did it. <laughs> we have a killer uh-huh. team um, and we're starting to have a, a, a great product. We hope over time, the next 12 to 18 months, it'll become world-class. And so we our, our sites and minds have just turned towards marketing and sales in the last 60 days. So we went out and hired after two years of recruiting, 
off and on, we hired uh, the CMO of Purple, purple Purple.com mattresses. Uh, uh, He went from, you know, zero to 300 million in revenue. Brilliant guy. He just started a month ago. We're totally revamping the website. We're revamping our pricing and trying to understand uh, exactly what our customers want. So that is in the works and we'll get a lot better at that. But right now we're just, we're giving killer deals. We're like 199 to 399, have as many users as you want, get on the system, test it out because, you know, revenue is important. It's the lifeblood of the company. But right now the lifeblood of the company is let's build a world-class product and we need people in it, using it, getting feedback to help us do that. So customer acquisition, I mean, that that's obviously key. I mean, you start looking at revenues and and obviously making investors and and even if it's bootstrap, everybody else happy because they're getting a paycheck. You have the hire by Googles of the, of the world who have 3 million companies who have, are, are already using G Suite, right? So they kind of have like that baked in base that they can get into. Where are you guys going? I mean, do you have specific regions? How big is your sales force? I mean, what's the what's the real focus on growth? Is it trying to grow nice and easy and, and, and start small first? What is it? Or is it hyper growth? Uh, to, to answer your question, I'd say I just got done go- attending Qualtrics Summit. A uh, Qualtrics survey company here in, uh, based in Utah had Oprah come and speak. Oprah, uh, you know, I, I haven't heard from her for a while since her show since she went to Own Network. But man, I'm a big fan of Oprah. Just a good-hearted, good human. Some of the stuff she said was just phenomenal. What Have you had her cauliflower pizza yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> because Joel Gross. hasn't. That's for damn sure. <laughs> I refuse. Gross. Gross. I'm a man. I need meat on my pizza. Uh, Jeez. uh, Oprah is, uh, Oprah said uh, she left her show 25 million views. You know, she had all these awards, Emmys, and she started to own network. And it it was terrible. It started to do very poorly and didn't have the, the views they needed. And producers were talking to her. And she said, okay, let's stop trying to own the world and and hyper growth and get all these, you know, listeners and viewers that we don't have. Mm -hmm. Let's just focus on the viewers we do have. And so I think our approach is similar that, you know, we're not trying to compete against all these other competitors and we're trying to take care of the customers we do have, give them the full solution to allow them to build an enduring company that lasts forever and and provide the software that allows them to do that. And so I, I, I have no doubt we'll add customers. Uh, the customers we do add, we want to make sure we take care of them. So as far as hyper growth or, or you know, we do want to do a hero video. We do think the marketing has been really boring. Mm-hmm. There's no solid brand. If, if anybody ever asks, you know, who, how do you do hiring recruiting? They say, uh, indeed, uh, I think the zip recruiter thing. I mean, there's just no solid marketing brand that stands out in this space. And we hope mm-hmm. with some humor, some fun and, and a lot of, uh, data and research, we can be that brand. So you talk about Zip and Indeed. How do you guys actually acquire candidates? Because you're talking about job distribution, and that's fairly standard for for most applicant tracking systems. Are you doing anything from a programmatic standpoint, number one? And then number two, are you doing anything on the automated matching side of the house? Uh, we're seeing that with, uh, again, the Googles of the world and, and many of the other applicant tracking systems who are either partnering or they're building that themselves. Yeah, it will partner. The, the, there'll be certain things we'll build ourselves. We'll be, anything we do, we'll be A plus at. Uh, the things that we, we believe someone else can be A plus at, we will partner with them. So job boards are, are specifically one thing that we don't, uh, uh, we think indeed and, and, uh, 
man, KSL and Nuvco and Glassdoor and, and Google are really great at. So we've integrated those job boards. Now, as soon as the candidate uh, goes to your careers page, uh, goes to apply, reads the job description, we want to own that. It, it, the first interaction, any type of experience with your brand, we want to own. And we want to own it all the way through. And, and not just an ATS, but onboarding. Onboarding is is one thing that will take, will, will differentiate Eddie compared to, I mean, Eddie versus, you know, all these other breezy, bamboo. Um, inboarder. Yeah, inboarder, job bite, blah, 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 you know, applicant pro. They, they suck at onboarding. And onboarding is such a critical piece to, to ensure that a candidate, now that they've accepted the job, they want to work for you, have an unbelievable experience, and then continue to have an unbelievable experience throughout. Are you partnering for the onboarding experience? No, we're building all that. So we will own um, uh, recruiting as far as, as soon as a candidate goes to your careers page until they're hired, fired, or retired, right? So onboarding, uh, benefits, PTO, HRS, mm-hmm. employee directory, payroll, we will own all that piece. So ATS, the reason we started with ATS is because it has low switching costs. Um, it is really the starting point with your business. As you start to grow, you do need a careers page. You do need to have an uh, unbelievable candidate experience and all these different things. And so we believe that's the starting point and we will have a full on uh, all in one solution. Curious about uh, funding. You've mentioned some heavy hitters that are on the team. Um, have you have you gone out and raised money? Is this all sort of NBA dollar funded? Um, are, are you looking to go raise a series A? Like what does that look like for you guys? That's a great question. So um, I've, ha- I've had, I've just been super lucky to have good mentors and, and you know, I've had probably 10 coaches uh, in, in the NBA. Uh, four were incredible, three were okay, and, and three were average. I, I, I've never really had a really terrible coach. Uh, but mentor-wise in business, I've had some unbelievable. Frazier Bullock, Swanson Capital, Bain Capital, Blake Roney, Newskin, you know, just been so nice to me. And so, and, and, they're, and they're very capable. So, we know that raising on the idea compared to the team, compared to actual product, compared to actual customers is way different, way different valuations. So, we have... Uh, bootstrapped and self-funded all this. We have other companies. And so, you know, when I got done playing basketball, I got heavy into real estate. I did not want to be an Antoine Walker, have, you know, mm-hmm. or Antoine or some of these other guys that have just lost all their money. And so I Pippen, went, okay. Pippen. Yeah, yeah, Pippen. I got paid for running ladders and getting yelled at. And I can't run ladders <laughs> and get yelled at anymore. I'm too old. I'm just turned 40. So uh, let's protect the asset. And uh, so we got into real estate. We own now over 500 multifamily units, um, and then we have a property management company. After that, we got into fintech, which now we have a business that does about 10 million in revenue and has about 40 employees. Um, and then we did a couple seed rounds uh, and kind of did some investing, and now we started Eddie and SaaS. So, so we are funded. Uh, whether we have the, we don't have the capital of some of these other large businesses to compete with, but we have enough to build a killer team and, and to be scrappy. You know, and, and be frugal and resourceful, which will, uh, we think, end up helping us build a world-class product. And at some point, mm-hmm. we will want to bring on a strategic partner for growth, but we need to identify so many different patterns before we bring on that pat- uh, uh, on that investor. Do you feel like you're at risk of being labeled sort of a hobby or a side project versus sort of a committed business because you have a lot of sort of uh, fires out there? Um no, because each company operates independently. Each company um, uh, has a different COO that runs it. 
this is all I do uh, together with our nonprofit. I spend like 5% of the time with that because I, I still love helping people um, and, and giving money away and, and, and helping people is really hard. Um, but 95% of my time and our whole team, 100% of their time is dedicated to this product and this company. And, and that's how we've done with the other companies. So we know this is going to be a five to seven year hard run to build a world-class product and we're committed to that. So, I mean, time will tell, right? We got to go play and the lights are on, you know, I think you're asking, am I Dwight Howard playing for the Lakers? And when the lights come on, am I going to get traded to the Bobcats? I think, I think my curiosity is, you know, if we talk in five years, um, what does this look like? Or have you moved on to other projects? Are you looking to sell the company? Uh, it doesn't sound like you're going IPO anytime soon. I guess that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, there's a ton of money being thrown around in this industry right now. We're seeing acquisitions pretty much left and right. So, you know, is this built to acquire or is this, this built for a legacy? Well, I, I think every business should be built for legacy. If you get acquired and someone comes and you end up being a good fit, then so be it. But mm -hmm. Qualtrics just got bought by SAP for $8 billion, but no way down the last 16 years did they ever build it to be acquired. So we want to build it to be an unbelievable s solution for a small and medium business. We want to be best friends with the founders that worked their butts off, that that grinded, that saved money, that became a business somehow, and now they're in growth mode and they need solutions to help them continue to grow. So, you know, we're, we'll be, to identify the market, Bamboo HR, GoCo, and Eddie are the only three players on the whole market that are that are all in, all in one HR s solution for your, for your company. So, uh, within five years, there might be a few more, but we believe uh, between Bamboo HR and Eddie, uh, those will be the top two solutions for your company. Good enough. We know what that bell means. It's time to face the firing squad. Chad, you want to do the honors? Sure, sure, sure. Hey, Travis, appreciate you taking the time, man. Uh, Going to start out with, man, you are competing against some very big names. Uh, hiring in HR, HRIS systems are a hard business. Just because every company out there believes they're so much different than anybody else and they and their hiring experience and, and their hiring process is so different. So it's like a customizable kind of like a labyrinth that you have to get into. Uh, and, and then there's the whole process of prospectively spreading yourself too thin, you know, being just an applicant tracking system or being just an onboarding piece. Is there enough focus in certain areas versus trying to focus on everything? But you get points for saying your website sucks because I was going to tell you that, but you told me before I could say it. So you get points for that. <laughs> SMB is a very smart place to, to start because it is a big pool of businesses with low to no tech whatsoever. Uh, and I, I also agree with you 100% that uh, to be able to focus on specific areas and be really good at them, you're going to have to partner with the best to be able to provide some of those technical solutions for sourcing, for interview scheduling and things like that. The, the AI and automation that's happening in those segments are amazing. So I believe your partnership strategy is on point. So between the two of those, I'm gonna go with a golf clap. I think you're getting there, man. I think you're getting there. And uh, I look forward to see where, where Eddie goes from here. Fair enough. All right, my turn. 
Uh, Travis, it was a pleasure to meet you. It's always nice uh, to, to meet startups. Uh, you have a great story. Um, you're the reason why we do this show. So it was, it was a pleasure to meet you. And, and like Chad, I look forward to your journey and where this thing takes you. You're very early on. Um, the, the one thing that I really like so let me back up. Whenever we talk to an ATS or we learn about a new ATS, uh, Chad and I have been around for 20 years. So we, we tend to like knee jerk. Oh my God, not, an, not another ATS. Why would someone do that? <laughs> um, and I have to sort of, I sort of, I have to sort of hit myself and say, Hey, not everyone is like you. And a lot of companies, startups, small businesses do not have an ATS. So I try to temper my criticism of a new ATS, knowing that a lot of companies do not. Um, now what I really like about the company, number one is you guys, you guys built this for you. You found a need in your, your own organizations to build this thing out. And some of the best uh, organizations out there were built because someone found a need and filled it. Uh, Slack comes to mind as uh, Slack was a side project, uh, for the, for the company. And and that came out, uh, pretty well for them and will continue to do so. So I love that you're building it for your, your, yourselves, um, I love that you understand that talent builds success, and I think your your roots in basketball and sports obviously have trained you to to get a good team around you. Um, and I think you know the Casper and the and the you know, the ancestry folks. Like I think that is getting a real good team around you. I think you understand bench strength and getting uh, people around you. So I think that's a big plus for you. Um, that aside. Chad is totally right. This is an incredibly competitive business. Uh, consumers are very confused. Who do I use? You know, Google getting into the game is big. Um, you know, Facebook in some way is going to get into this, and every small business has a Facebook page, or most do. So I think that's going to be a competitive hurdle um, in the future. You know, LinkedIn is getting into the small business thing and launched an ATS. Uh, you know, late last year. You have all the players that you mentioned. So I think that you're. You're going to be successful. I think that, uh, you know, you're going to have a niche market. I think you're fine, you know, being 5% or less of the small business market. I don't think you need to be huge. And I think that your your sort of comments are about caring, caring for the customer and knowing, you know, who they're who your customers are and what they do, uh, I think is, is really valuable and will carry you far um, in this industry. So I like what you're doing, but I also am very aware of the competitive landscape and how hard it is uh, to make a dent in this market. So for me as well, golf clap. So you're on the right track. You're very early on. Uh, I'd love to talk to you, you know, a year from now, see where you are, uh, see where you are with some of the innovation that you talked about. Um, but I, I think you're going to be fine. Um, but it's, you know, the world, it is an uphill battle, I will say. Yeah, you guys are nice. Um, it is. Uh, startups are brutal. You know, it's 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 not easy. And and uh, we know it's going to be a five to seven, ten year ride to build a world class product and take care of take care of your customers. And, you know, you look at Qualtrics, 16 years and still very few people mm-hmm. heard about them until they had that huge acquisition. And so the, the thing I like, I, I, I get asked to speak to UVU, BYU and Weber State and all these MBA schools. These entrepreneur kids, and they always ask me, "What business should I start?" And there, and there's so much pressure put on these kids to think of the new SpaceX, Tesla, you know, Facebook, something that's never come up before. And I think my my agents, Bill Duffy, he has Steve Nash, Carmel Anthony, Clay Thompson, and he always says the only way to become a billionaire is to come up with one of those ideas or to screw a ton of people. <laughs> 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 and, and so I always thought. 
I can build, you know, $500 million businesses. Um, and, and what are the best spaces to get in? Well, get in the biggest spaces. You know, right now we're in real estate, loans, and HR tech. And so, yeah, you know, as far as our level of success, you know, you guys are rating us on, are you going to IPO? Are you going to become a billion dollar company? You're going to be, you know, we don't rate ourselves on that. We rate ourselves on, you know, can we build each company we build? Can it be a hundred million dollar company? And for us, that's a, that's our metrics. That's an A plus. And uh, we're happy to work as hard as we can to, to make that happen and create a good team around us. And then also, you know, let's, let's put on five to 10,000 customers and, We'd be extremely happy with that. <laughs> oh, you guys did it to me. Shows over, off. Travis. Put that thing off. Dude, where can we find out more? Eddie.com. E-D-D-Y.com. Give it 30 days. We'll have a killer website up. Thanks, Thanks Travis. Thanks, we out. We out. Thanks, guys. This has been the Firing Squad. Be sure to subscribe to the Chad and Cheese podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you're a startup who wants to face the Firing Squad, contact the boys at chadcheese.com today. That's www.chadcheese.com. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.